this is Jenny. And this is Philip. And welcome back to the Tokyo Adventures podcast. And a special welcome to all of the new listeners coming over from the Tokyo Lens podcast, which is hosted by Norm. Norm, we actually got a chance to meet a few months back at an event, and we were kind of sharing our experience with moving to Tokyo and now living in Tokyo, and he thought it was really interesting. So he's like, hey, let's do a podcast together. Yeah, we had Norm come over to our apartment. We got to talk for a while. We ate some curry, and then we、mm-hmm. all did a podcast in our podcast lounge. Yeah, aka <laughs> Philip's office, aka a box. Right. Yeah, it's pretty tiny. We actually intentionally did not share our story on our podcast because we knew that we were going to share it on Norm's podcast. So it was kind of hard because I know we had been kind of talking about, oh, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later because we knew we had to save it for、right. sharing with Norm. So, yeah, a special thanks to Norm for having us on and letting us tell our story. We really appreciate it. Oh, and the name of the episode is Moving to Japan the Right Way. Yeah, it's actually his most recent episode as of today, September 1st. So it'll be easy for you guys to find. But we will have all of Norm's information down in the description of this episode. So you can go check out our episode with him and, of course, check out his podcast. Okay, so today we are going to start a new series called Tokyo Lately, which will be a reoccurring series that we do where we share what we have done lately, what's new in Tokyo, some cool recommendations, some food finds, some coffee finds, and even some random little tidbits that we think will be valuable for you guys. Right, so we're hoping that these spots will be good for you if you're coming to Japan to visit or if you're a local like us and you want to go check out something new. Yeah, so the first thing we want to share with you guys today is Miyashita Park, which is kind of like a park, shopping, indoor, outdoor mall kind shopping of thing. Shopping center. Yeah, a little bit hard to describe, but if you go see it, you'll know what we're talking about. And it opened about a month ago now,、mm-hmm. and we've gone a handful of times because we really like it. <laughs> it. It has four floors, and each one is kind of different. And the first floor, there's like this special alleyway. It's basically a, I don't know, like an alley of food. Yeah, I guess I would call it Izakaya's. Yeah. And、similar. it's really the aesthetic is what's interesting about it. So it's a brand new place,、yeah. but it looks older, it looks kind of vintage y. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And、uh, it just kind of reminds me of a picturesque scene where people are outside, they're eating and drinking, sitting、mm-hmm. on benches, everyone's laughing,、mm-hmm. having a great time. Yeah, and they're eating lots of good food.、Right. Yeah, it looks really cool. We haven't had a chance to actually do it yet, but I think it would be good if you're trying to. Have that social distance aspect since、yeah. you can be outside, but you can go with your friends. So that's really cool.、Mm-hmm. And then floors in two are a mix of shopping and they have a ton of different restaurants. Yeah. One of my favorite is Egg Slut. Yes.、Yeah. That's the name of it. Yeah. But they have really good egg sandwiches.、Mm-hmm. They are the bomb. Yeah. And it actually originally came from New York. Right. So I think、right. it's kind of special that we have it here. Yeah. We, we had、could. been going to the one in Shinjuku,、mm-hmm. but it's a little bit further for us. So now that there's one in Miyashita Park, we're going to go a lot. Yeah. It's close by. <laughs> yeah. And then they also have Kith. Yeah. So Kith has two parts they have the clothing apparel side, which, which we don't care about. Right. And then there's the foodie side called Kith Treats. Yeah. So, they have ice cream, but what makes them special is they mix in cereal.、Mm-hmm. So, you can get your Cocoa Krispies, Frosted Flakes, and they blend it in and they have different toppings. And in my opinion, it's the best ice cream in Japan. 
Yeah, and their vanilla base is kind of unique too. It's delicious. We actually thought that they had closed down at one point because during, well, right right after the state of emergency lifted, I was going to get a coffee Mm because I hadn't had a coffee in obviously a few months. Right. So I'm on my way. And while I'm on my way, I see that Kith, the little pop up was closed down so mm-hmm. i'm texting philip and like hey i got some bad news oh no <laughs> it's closed down no and so we thought it was gone and then like a month later on their instagram they're like hey we're opening a new one in miyashita park and they showed all these like cool pictures of it it's all and, fancy yeah and it's probably steel everywhere it's, it's got to be like five times the size mm-hmm. and the old one you couldn't sit down now they have a place like an actual counter with chairs you can sit down it's which like a is modern really cool parlor yeah kind of like an ice cream parlor i think the old one was kind of like testing the tokyo market it was kind of like a pop-up yeah yeah so we have that now which is great and then they also have a bunch of different restaurants like i was saying they have like thai food they have american food they yeah, have panda express panda express <laughs> yeah that's really random but ironically i saw someone on twitter who was excited about that yes. so it's not gonna go to waste so pretty much any style of food that you're looking for you'll be able to find there and then they also have the Kit Kat factory, which yeah. is cool. You can actually make your own Kit Kat. So you can do the little mix-ins, you can change the flavor of it, and then you can have little toppings on top. Yeah. We actually haven't had the chance to do that yet because the lines have was been a huge too line. long. Yeah, we're just kind of waiting until that dies down. It's a little bit safer. Right. And uh, they have coffee shops, skincare, clothing. They even have a skateboard shop, which is cool yeah uh, yeah so pretty much anything you're looking for you can find there and mm-hmm. uh, there is actually a lot of high-end things too like gucci some skincare places well li- like gucci and that kind of yeah. thing so uh, you can find that there too it's not really our thing but if you're looking for it it's there as well and then for the fourth floor that's actually where the park part of miyashita park comes in right so the park is essentially an open top and mm-hmm. they have these giant metal arches over the top yeah they're not they're not covered or anything yeah and it kind of reminds me of if you were inside of a giant skeleton or rib cage yeah it's definitely like a just design it doesn't right. have any purpose yeah and one of the unique features about this park that's something people might not think about is mm-hmm. the fact that it has seating everywhere it that's definitely not a thing right mostly in tokyo but especially in shibuya right right and so they have seating up in the park they actually have it near some of the shopping areas and some of the restaurants that mm-hmm. are outside yeah which is, again is unique mm-hmm. so that way you can actually get your kith ice cream go eat <laughs> and it and actually go sit somewhere and eat right. it right right and, and so i think that's just so people don't loiter that's something they don't like mm-hmm in the city uh but now they even have like grassy areas where Mm -hmm. you can lay out and have like little snacks or a coffee yeah so it's really cute and then they also have the volleyball court yeah so they have a sandpit volleyball court Mm -hmm. there were some kids doing little practice drills there which was super cute yeah i'm hoping they'll have some games yeah i'm hoping they'll have some adult activities they'll be fun just for the general public right and then they also have a rock climbing wall, mm-hmm. which I think looks really cool. It doesn't look super hard, but it looks fun. Yeah. I think it's like five bucks to do. So it's pretty cheap just if you're wanting to go test it out, mm-hmm. see how bad you are. Right. <laughs> you know, five I bucks and you'll figure it. that out. Yeah. And then the last part is they have a skateboard park. Yeah. Which I think this is super cool to see inside Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's essentially... I don't know if it's considered a half pipe, but it's that swimming pool style. Yeah. Where you can go ride your skateboard up and down and it looks like a giant 
pool that's next to another pool. I'm not doing a very good <laughs> job describing this, but it's a skateboard park. We and clearly it's open. don't skateboard. <laughs> right. They have skateboards and they do stuff. It's cool. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think they did a really good job. It's fun to actually watch because there's some decent people there. Yeah. They're doing tricks and things. And then what's really cool is once it starts to get dark, we're getting into fall now. Mm-hmm. It's going to get dark earlier. So they have lighting all around it so you can keep watching it even after the sun's yes. going down. And then they also have a starbucks mm-hmm. which i know a lot of people were excited about i personally don't like starbucks so right. if you're into that cool i think we kind of grew out of starbucks a little bit when we lived <laughs> in seattle we grew out of starbucks a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> but we've had so many good coffee shops after seattle i mean after starbucks yeah well seattle obviously is like a huge coffee hub mm-hmm. and then the coffee culture in yeah, tokyo, tokyo is right. amazing so mm-hmm. it, starbucks to me is just like lower level right there's if, the other one that you like, though, more yeah. on the top level in the park. Yeah, if you, if you really want a good coffee up there, on one end of the park is the Sequence Hotel. Mm-hmm. And right where the hotel meets the park, there is a cafe. And they have really good coffee, actually. I was impressed. And they have uh, pastries and little snacks. And the actual right. interior is really pretty. There's lots of, like, plants and things. And yeah, it was And lots cute. of seating. So if you want a coffee, definitely hit that up. Right. So, moving on, since we've been talking about Miyashita Park, Mm -hmm. there's a few other parks that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, we've had a chance to go to a lot of parks because we're still trying to be safe. Right, they're more open, they're they're a safe bet, yeah. Yeah. So, the first one is Ueno Park. And a lot of people have probably heard of this, but if you haven't, it's definitely one that hit up whenever you're coming to visit Japan. Oh, yeah. And in my opinion, I would say it's a really good date night. So mm-hmm. if you're, you know, bringing your significant other and you're walking around, they have swan pedal boats. Mm-hmm. So the little pedal boats, you can go in there around the lake. It's like a K-drama. Cute, to- totes adorbs. Yep. <laughs> and then you can walk around the park if you don't want to do that. Yeah. And they <laughs> they have these lotus plants, lotus flowers. They're mm-hmm. kind of like lily pads. Right. Um, but I actually don't know what the difference is between a lily really and a lotus. Mm-hmm. But I know that the lotus flower is huge huge yeah it's like the size of your face right like you could hold it with two hands and it's just massive i had no idea they were this big and the like lily lotus pads whatever Mm -hmm. they're like two or three feet across they're massive yeah and so they have these ponds inside of park and they're covered with these and like as far as you can see right it's not just like a little bit it's a lot yeah it is a lot like a couple acres of this Mm -hmm. and so the first time we went there um, when jenny first came here i was excited to show her this so we go there and they're all dead yeah they're all like (laughs) completely dead i'm like oh this is great i swear it looks beautiful normally Yeah, so Oedo Park is really known for that, and I finally got to see that, and it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, there were little birdies playing on the lilies, and there were flowers everywhere. Right. It was really cool. Yeah. And then we went on the swan boat, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. and there's a track around the swan boats, which you can walk around and you can hold walk around hands that. and be cute. Mm-hmm. And then they have the zoo. The Ueno Zoo. Yeah, right. which we have not had a chance to go to yet because it has been closed when we've tried. Yeah, we've been kind of staying away from zoos and... Aquariums. Aquariums. Just where a lot of people are. Right, inside. Yeah. And uh, they also have, like, shrines and they have water fountains. Tori gates. Tori gates. It's all kind of mixed in because the park is really big. Right. So if you're looking for any park activity, Ueno Park is going to do it for you. Yeah. Oh, they also have some little food carts, too. Don't want to forget about those. I don't know if they're year-round, 
But um, I know that they are in the I've summer. I've seen them most of the time. Okay, you've yeah. been here more seasons yeah. than me. I haven't seen them closed before. Yeah. And the food trucks are right next to the... The uh, ponds. The ponds, yeah. Right. So, so you can go get like a corn dog or... Cheese dog. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's like a poor description. But they have a bunch of food stalls. Yeah. And then in the spring, they actually have cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. And it's also really pretty in the fall. Amazing. There's a lot of color in there. So year-round, I think, Orwendo Park is yeah. a good choice. Side note, if you're coming to Japan, the fall is the best. Oh, man. The fall in Japan is just incredible. I can't wait to go it's, hiking. It's amazing. Just cherry blossoms everywhere. The colors. No, yeah. cherry blossoms in the spring. Oh, yeah. What am I thinking? <laughs> cherry fall. blossoms are cool, too. But the fall is amazing. The fall is amazing. <laughs> Don't pay attention to me. Um, and then one of the last parts about Ueno is a place called Ama- Am- Ameya Alley. Mm-hmm. And it means something like sweet in Japanese. Some people wonder if it means American, but I'm going to go with it means ame, like mm-hmm. sweet. And similar to the izakayas that we talked about earlier in Miyashita Park, where mm-hmm. there's this alley of places you can eat outside and everyone's having a blast. Yeah. This is very similar to that. And I think it's one of the starting places where it's really well known for people to all be outside while they're eating and drinking. Yeah. And it just kind of has this ambiance that you can't really reproduce. Yeah, there's a lot of drunk people. Yeah. <laughs> but there there are like really nice drunk people. It's They're really laughing, safe. It's having fun. fun. Right. There's it's outdoor just that, shops. Yeah, the outdoor. There's so much to do as far as like shopping and mm-hmm. eating and drinking in Ueno. Yeah, and so that's right next to the station. So you can essentially come out of Ueno Station, go check that out, and then go right over to the park. Mm-hmm. And that's a good little Date night. trip. Yeah. Yeah. Another park we got to check out was Hibia Park. And we actually went over there because we were hunting Pokemon. Right, for Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, so Pokemon Go Fest is like the event of the year. Right. And typically, it's something that's done in very few places in the world. In so, a physical location. Yeah, so it's, it's actually the chance for Pokemon Go players to come together in one location and actually do something together physically versus virtually over the phone right and so it's in only a few places in the world so last year it was here in yokohama and then they have some uh like one in chicago mm-hmm. one in dublin i australia. think there was one in australia so it's a really unique event and it's only once a year it's a blast and there's thousands yeah. of people that come to this event yeah. so i mean it's a people it's a actually fly to different countries right. for this event so it's a big deal and because of corona this year they can't do that so mm-hmm. they decided to make this global event where everyone can participate across the world it's like a play at home yeah well you can play at home or you can play outside Mm -hmm. but everyone can participate this time right and so we went to parks because that's a safe outdoor place to go there's a lot of pokemon there well they have the pokemon nests yes yes nests are essentially (laughs) like a big cluster of pokemon so we found ourselves over at hibia park Mm -hmm. and we were actually really surprised because it was beautiful right we were actually in the Ginza area whenever we started this, and then mm-hmm. we went to Hibia Park. Yeah. We didn't really, you know, expect what we were going to find, but yeah. it was a park, and we're like, hey, Pokemon are usually there. Yeah. So we go and check it out, and one of the one of the coolest parts about this park are the flowers. Yeah. So I don't know if the exact flowers are there all year round, but it, it says online that they have seasonal flowers throughout the year. So right. If you come so I at, think they'll swap. Right. Yeah. So if you come at any time of the year, you should be able to see something pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and the the flowers that were there when we went were really super tall. I mm-hmm. think they were variations of lilies. Yes. And they were probably like five feet tall. Right. It, it was amazing. As tall as us. And there's not just a few. It, it was Across a the lot. entire park. Right. Yeah. So 
really beautiful. You can find some cool flowers there. They also had uh, some various water features. Mm-hmm. And there was a pond. It was a zen-like Japanese style pond. Yeah. And you could sit there and watch it. And there was some seating, which is cool. Right. So uh, definitely, I think, would be a good place as well to go. It was yeah. it was super hot, though. Yes, Like, it was in really the summer, hot. it's going to be really oh, hot. Oh, and the cicadas were out, too. Yeah, they were crazy loud. If you've never heard Japanese cicadas, it's, like, <laughs> on another level. Right. They actually have a couple different sounds that they do, too. Yeah. A little fun fact. It's not just one cicada sound. Yeah, if you listen closely, you can hear, like, four or five different Sounds. different songs yeah it's like a quintessential sound of right. japanese somewhere. i never knew you know they were all just the same but here i don't know i have a new appreciation new appreciation for them yeah and then they also have a little workout area which mm-hmm. if you need a free workout area <laughs> you could go to hibiya and right. get some exercise they have the parallel bars and the the pull up pull up rings. rings yeah they got a couple of little exercises. there's machines. a random dude without a shirt on probably a, a tiktok workout he definitely person. looked like he was recording himself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you may run into some weird guys posting tiktoks but mm-hmm. it's still it's free workout place yeah. but japan parks are safe i think that's a cool note too yeah you never really have to worry about parks in japan like, so even if it's a little bit later mm-hmm. even if you see some weird guy taking tiktoks you're fine it's just what it's it is so different <laughs> you could take your kids at midnight to a park here and be safe yeah and then a random new park find is toilets. <laughs> <laughs> so this was actually a request from my dad. And he actually saw these online and recommended we go check them out in person. So when you get there, they're a public restroom mm-hmm. that the walls are made of glass. Right. And then whenever you go inside, you lock the door behind you and they frost. Right. So essentially, you can see straight into the bathroom <laughs> until you go in. And right. Lock they're it. completely see through. Yeah, but they're actually really cool looking because they're kind of a design piece. Yeah. They're being talked about all over the place, like online. They were even in the newspaper where your parents live. Yeah. Shortly after this, my dad said that it was in the Florida newspaper on the second page. That's so funny. (laughs) Second page paper. On a newspaper. Right. So So, they they have a couple colors. So Mm -hmm. like the females is pink and the guys is purple or purple something. And, and then, then there's, there's an orange one that's like a non-gendered and wheelchair accessible right so we went to go check out our little video or take our little video right. went inside did a little demo of how it turns on and off yeah and then coming out originally there was just one person there filming his video as well mm-hmm. when i finished up there were about 20 other people filming yeah. videos of this restroom they're literally all standing around in like a semicircle just uh-huh. taking videos of, <laughs> of this people toilet. going in and out of the restroom right and everyone's going in and out so it all <laughs> kind of looks ridiculous right and the ironic part is we're all standing there filming toilets right next to a bunch of children it's a children's park <laughs> it's a children's park <laughs> I don't know. It's got some weird red flags. Yeah, like, in America, there'd be flags going off. Definitely not fly in America. But my dad actually brought up a good point. Yeah, that it's a... I think it's supposed to be a safety feature. Yeah. So oftentimes children are stolen or abducted in parks because mm-hmm. they take children into the bathrooms and steal right. them. This only has one entrance to each bathroom, and then, of course, it's see-through. So that is preventing anyone from being able to steal children. Yeah, there's no hiding, so it's actually safe. I think that's a really cool thing that initially I didn't think of. Right. It seems weird, but actually it's really great. Right. So if you want to check these out, these are in a little park that's next to Yogi Park. Yeah. So Yogi Park is like the, the biggest park in Tokyo. It's like Tokyo. the central park right. of Tokyo. Like Central Park. Yeah. Like yeah. New York. Um, so it's called Yoyogi Fukumachi Mini Park, if you want to look it up. And the last park we're going to recommend is something called Granberry Park. 
which is a little more than a park. Yeah. There is a park there called Sudamu Park. Sudama. Oh, Sudama? Yeah. Oh, Sudama Park. Uh, but around that park is this giant outdoor shopping mall area. Mm-hmm. And they have... I don't everything. <laughs> they have a lot. Yeah, so they have a lot of American brands, mm-hmm. even uh, restaurants again. And then we actually found this super cool pet shop. It's the best pet shop I've found in all of Tokyo so it's far. It's definitely the biggest one. A lot of them are really small in Tokyo, mm-hmm. and this one was at least like a full-sized pet store, like an American-sized right. pet store. And it was called Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joker. And then they had. Uh, like freeze-dried raw dog food they had tons of different options for cat food and cat litter and they had really cool toys and they they had had... adorable dog toys yeah they had like onigiri and sushi and And taiyaki like the little red bean fish yeah they had all kinds of cute stuff what's that uh the fish and animal crossing the the really long deep sea one I mean, I don't know the name, but they had that too. But they had that as a dog toy. <laughs> yeah, it's the silver, the really long silverfish with the red fins. Mm-hmm. And I saw it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is from Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. So cute. Uh, they also had really cool like dog costumes. They had yokata mm-hmm. for both the like female and male dogs. Yeah. And then if you know about the construction cones in Japan where mm-hmm. they have two cones and they have a little bar over the top of them, mm-hmm. they had that in a plush edition. Yeah. It was like the chew toy. Right. And then they have a dog construction worker outfit that costume goes with it. That goes with it. it. It was really <laughs> cute. Uh, and they, they had the Picari pet sweat. Uh-huh. It's essentially, if you know, like the drink Picari sweat, Picari sweat in Asia, that's a really popular sports drink. And they had one that was called pet sweat mm-hmm. and it had the same label coloring. So right. it was like pet Picari Doggo sweat. Edition. It was really cute. Uh, yeah. So if you're looking for any pet needs, that's going to be probably the best one you can find. Yeah. So go check out the pet shop. It's really cool. And there's also a Snoopy museum for those that love Snoopy. Uh, yeah, Grand Prairie Park has a lot of different cool things, so go check it out. Okay, so moving on from places and parks, we're going to switch over to food recommendations. Yeah. And the first one is something you actually originally found and mm-hmm. then showed to me. Right, so this is actually a dish, not a place. Mm-hmm. It's called Mapo Tofu. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? So it's a tofu dish mm-hmm. and it's kind of tough to describe it looks a little bit weird mm-hmm. it's like soft silky tofu in a beef, spicy spicy meat sauce. sauce yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's really red so it looks a little bit mm-hmm. intimidating right and it's got zeshuan in it so it's kind of like tingly, spicy tingly hot but it's freaking delicious it is so good you pour that stuff over rice yeah. oh it's a it's a good meal yeah so i originally found this when i was taking a trip with my friends and we went out to Nico, mm-hmm. and we did a whole bunch of adventure. And then on the way back, we went to a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they said, have you ever tried this? I said, no. I'm like, it looks a little bit scary, but sure, I'll try it. <laughs> and now it's one of our staples. It's one of our favorite dishes. Yeah, it, it's comfort food. We mm-hmm. get it regularly on Uber Eats. Right. <laughs> As we've mentioned, Uber mm-hmm. Eats, we've been having a little Save bit too lives. much of it. <laughs> but we found our perfect Mapo Tofu. They make it exactly like we like. So we get that all the time. Yeah, so if you're looking for a new dish to try, check out Mabo Tofu. So this next place is an actual restaurant, and it's one of Philip's favorite type of foods. Barbecue. Barbecue. Something we didn't think we were going to be able to get here. Right. I was pretty sad. Grew up in Texas. Mm-hmm. Love barbecue. I'm figured, not really a fan. Right. I figured going to Japan, I'm just going to have to give this up. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we stumbled across a place called Smokehouse Barbecue. 
Yeah. And it's on Cat Street in Amote Sando. Mm-hmm. It's right above this coffee shop that a lot of people go to. It's mm-hmm. called The Roastery by Nosy Coffee. Which, ironically, we do not like. <laughs> yeah, we gave it like three different tries. To... It's just not that great. Yeah, we weren't a fan. So it's right above there. They have pulled pork sandwiches. Mm-hmm. They have classic barbecue plates. Mm-hmm. We tried the mac and cheese, which, which was not. It was alright. It was alright. It was yeah. good. I would maybe get it again. Yeah. The fried pickles, not good. They were lame. Do not I recommend. Was sad, which we love fly, f- fried pickles. Fried pickle. We love fried pickles. <laughs> <laughs> but these were not good. They were not good. No. But their barbecue sauces were legit. Yeah, they had you know a couple of them that you could test out, so mm-hmm. you can choose the one to your liking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And outside of the barbecue place, there's this little, what would you call it, a food truck? It's like a food truck, and it's right next to the coffee shop. It's on the right-hand side, and it's actually pretty small. You could miss it if you don't know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So basically, just a little food truck. One lady is usually in there, one window, and they sell this bread. It's called Anpan bread. Mm. And apparently, it's this nice little bread that moms often put in kids lunches yeah and mm-hmm. it's delicious like she it's makes super it super fluffy yeah and soft. super fluffy super soft it's got sugar on the outside but mm-hmm. they often do like cream or custard and she makes them fresh in coconut oil and we've had a few of them mm-hmm. but typically they're in a From package yeah, yeah in a package and it's like eh. they're just kind of you know Generic bread, bread. generic, yeah. yeah. But hers are amazing. It's always fresh, delicious. always super tasty. So that is a little hidden gem that I think you guys will really love. And the last food recommendation we have for you guys is actually a Michelin star ramen restaurant that we found. It's located in the Tokyo Plaza building in mm-hmm. Shibuya. And it's kind of this Italian fusion, fusion with ramen. Did we say the name? It's... Due Italian or do do Italian D U E D U E Italian and it's this like little ramen shop right in the corner on the sixth floor I think it is mm-hmm. and it's I've never had anything like it it's yeah. really unique so it's a, a classic ramen bowl right and it's got really delicious noodles and this like beautiful chicken broth but mm-hmm. the special thing about it's not, it it's not a heavy broth it's not too light either it's yeah it's, it's a really like good, that balance. good balance yeah the special thing that they have is this cheese on top like a really soft melty cheese yeah and you pull the noodles through the cheese yeah. and it just makes this magical wonderland of flavor it's <laughs> so good <laughs> and then after you finish your noodles you actually get this little card mm-hmm. and you give them the card and they give you this little bowl of purple rice and then you'll take the soup and the cheese that you have left over and you put it on the rice and it's kind of like a risotto. cheesy rice risotto <laughs> oh my gosh it's so good it's really good definitely worth checking out yeah and philip Sometimes I'll just be talking to him, and he's like, "Oh man, sorry, I was thinking about that ramen." Yeah, he's we, done we it had twice. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went after there, and I'm just sorry, I I can't hear what you're saying. I'm literally thinking of that cheese. He mentioned and the noodles. it so often. It, we've been had ramen on the brain. probably like five times since we found it, and we just <laughs> found it, so it, it's really good. You guys will really love it. Yeah. So shifting from food, let's talk about coffee. Yeah. So Jenny and I are big fans of coffee. Mm-hmm. We tried a lot of coffee shops in Japan. Mm-hmm. And now Jenny's been making coffee at home. 
Yeah, with quarantine or state of emergency, whatever we want to call it here, uh, I haven't been able to get a lot of coffee. So I wanted to start trying to make coffee at home, but I'm like, okay, how do you start this? So I'm looking at these different options for like grinders and espresso makers. I'm like, whoa, this is expensive and right. the pieces are huge. So I actually ended up finding out that AeroPress, you can make espresso, mm -hmm. air quotes, uh, to make a latte at home. So I ended up getting one of those for like half price on Sayonara sales. And I think we did mention before, Sayonara sales is like a online garage sale for right. people leaving Tokyo. People usually sell stuff when they're about to leave. Yeah, so I got it for really cheap. And so got that. And then I wanted to get some like kind of special beans for my first espresso. Right. <laughs> that would <laughs> be good. It's something that's really cool. We got the very first blue bottle vending machine here in Tokyo. And I think they're using it as kind of a testing ground mm -hmm. uh, because, of course, Tokyo, Japan is known for their vending machines. So I think it's kind of cool that they're doing that. So they have two machines in Shibuya. So I went there and I got some fresh beans. Right. And when we actually tried the first machine, ironically, it wasn't working. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there was a guy standing next to us and he's like, no, you do it this way. He's, he's a Japanese man. So right. I think he was thinking we didn't understand how to work the, the payment system yeah and we're trying and saying no it doesn't work and then he says okay let I'll me show, show you, you. <laughs> yeah and then he's like oh it doesn't work it doesn't work <laughs> like no uh -huh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so we try the one next to it and it works fine i got my beans uh but yeah the the actual blue bottle vending machine is really cool if you guys want to check it out they have fresh beans and they have a tumbler they mm -hmm. have uh, canned drinks black coffee yeah and i think some coffee sticks as well i don't know for sure on that one, but the others for sure. Um, it, again, it's in Shibuya. Right. It's but, in a parking lot too. So just yeah. if you're looking it up, just plan it to... It is in a parking lot. It's in the middle lot. of nowhere, it's you know, like in an empty Kind spot. of random. Yeah. So anyway, I got my special cool beans and I went home and I figured out how to make my espresso and I made my first latte, which I thought was really cool. So now I'm trying different types of beans and making my own at home. Yeah. So a little fun story while we're on the topic of coffee yeah. is, so Jenny and I go to coffee shops oftentimes at 8 or 9 p.m. Yeah. Which When we can find one that's open that right. late. And don't often think about it, how this is very unusual. Mm -hmm. Usually people, if it's 11 a.m., they're worried about, oh, if I have some coffee, I'm going to stay up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. But we can actually have coffee and go right to sleep Anytime. Afterwards. I can literally pull a shot and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So when I discovered this myself... Uh, was actually when I was a kid, I was a very hyper rambunctious kid mm -hmm. and my parents yeah, actually, you were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, but I, oh I yeah, can you tell. can believe it, right? You can tell. Oh yeah. I'm, I fully admit that. <laughs> so my parents naturally try to avoid giving me a lot of sugar or caffeine. And so the story begins where we're in a hardware shop and we're walking down the aisles. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my normal thing, touching everything, being obnoxious uh -huh. and for whatever reason, my parents decided to give me Mountain Dew, which is a soda. It's essentially just a whole bunch of sugar and throwing in some caffeine. Mm -hmm. So they gave this to me and they're walking down and thinking, have you heard from Philip? Where is he? And they look back and I'm just sitting there doing nothing. And so they go up and they are like, hey, are you okay? What's going on? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just sitting there totally relaxed. And we discovered that it was the caffeine. And so caffeine actually kind of gives me somewhat of an opposite effect. It mellows me out. It yeah. calms me down. Right. 
Um, I can go to sleep immediately after having coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does help me think a little bit more clearly. It kind of like stabilizes me is how I describe it. Yeah. You're you're a little bit different though, right? Yeah. I don't have really any effect. Right. I'm not calm. I'm not hyped up. It doesn't keep me awake. It doesn't make me sleepy. Like I said, I literally have a shot right before bed. Go to sleep. No big deal. (laughs) I, I purely love coffee for the taste. Right. So another cool thing that Jenny's been doing at home is plants. Yes, lots and lots of plants. <laughs> plants everywhere. <laughs> I am living my best 31-year-old lady life. <laughs> 30-year-old lady. Yeah, that's a General Marvels reference in mm-hmm. case anyone knows that. Uh, yeah, I actually stole a little snippet of a Purple Heart Wandering Jew. Borrowed it, right? Yeah, <laughs> about a month ago, mm-hmm. I think. And I tried to propagate it and it survived. And so for some reason that has inspired me to now adopt every plant on the planet <laughs> right and there was a whole bunch of plants around there just to give yeah some context. I, I mean it was it was in the park so it's it's, it's literally everywhere. like a little twig right. off of a huge vine so i didn't hurt it don't worry uh i originally started with a, a monstera that i got from ikea mm-hmm. and it was healthy and great but then the cats like oh this is a toy and Ooh, they chewed delicious. all over the leaves and they didn't like eat the leaves they just chomped on them a little bit yeah and it's not monsteras can upset cat stomachs but they're not poisonous so we eventually moved it out because they were eating it and because it could make right. them sick and i think the cats naturally realized that they're like hey this tastes kind of strange yeah so they didn't keep eating it but anyway after they chomped on it a bit the leaves started dying And I'm like, oh, no, it's going to die. So I cut off some of the leaves, hoping that new growth would happen. And thankfully, it did. I got two beautiful new leaves. And so I've been trying to keep it healthy. And I cut off the old leaves. And just yesterday, I found that they're putting out two new beautiful new leaves. Mm -hmm. So I've had success with my little propagation and saving this plant. So it just inspired me. I now have, like... 15 different plants that i'm taking care of you haven't always had a green thumb either no i've i've killed everything (laughs) like what's what's the opposite of a green thumb a black a black thumb yeah so i remember giving jenny a a cactus before a Mm -hmm. long time ago because i knew that she struggled keeping plants alive and i like plants right we both do so i thought surely she won't kill a cactus (laughs) surely (laughs) (laughs) and give her this cactus yeah and She's doing her normal Jenny thing and starts seeing that it's struggling a little bit. And Uh what does a person who doesn't know about plants do? Water it. Oh, no. It's dying. Give it more water. Yeah. And she just keeps watering it. And eventually the thing just liquefies. It it literally melts. I melted a cactus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a balloon. Yeah. So I was under this impression. I think it's just because I didn't grow up raising plants mm-hmm. that all plants need the same soil the same light the same water right. and if it looks like it's struggling just throw more water at it which is literally what you don't do <laughs> more to plants water. so uh yeah i've been doing a lot of research and getting different soils and you know yada 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 i've just been really enjoying plants and on the topic of plants i wanted to recommend three places that if you two want to get into plants uh these places will have everything that you need because it is a bit difficult to find all the pieces that you need in one place or even finding them in general there's a lot of plant stores in japan but not always the accessories or the things that you need the soil right pots things like that which actually the plants here are pretty cheap a lot of times yeah i think they're relatively cheap and then they have really cool species as well that they're not 
I didn't see in America very often. And when I did, they were super expensive. Island benefits. Yeah, right. Uh, so three I'm going to recommend for you guys. The first one is called Today's Special. And that's in Hibiya, which mm-hmm. I, I love that store. It's really cute. That's where I got uh, several of my plants. And then they have the uh, soil that you can actually buy, like, buy the... I want to say ounce because I'm American. <laughs> I don't remember what they call it here. But basically, you can scoop out as much as you want. Uh-huh. Uh, so that one's great. And then there's Flower Village, which I just recently got a chance to go out to. I've been wanting to go out to for a while, but they stayed closed from Corona. Uh, so I went out last weekend, and it's awesome. It's definitely a trek out there. It took about an hour, mm-hmm. but they have two like huge greenhouses full of really large like plants and trees, and then they have a whole greenhouse that's like succulents and smaller plants. So, it looked really cool. Yeah, it, it's really cool. So definitely check that place out. And then the last one is the farm, and the farm is actually located in Granbury Park. I don't even know if we said that before. Yeah, that's why I'm going to yeah. put it back now. Surprise. So Granbury Park we mentioned earlier is where like the the pet store and all that is. Mm-hmm. They have the farm, which is a really cool plant shop. They kind of decorated it like I don't know, like a tropical. Yeah, there's plants there's hanging plants everywhere. There's plants all above you. There's it's a cool really beautiful. I think it's a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. and they have more rare options there, but definitely another good place to find cool plants. Oh, and today's special is in Hibiya, which is actually located right across the street from Hibiya Park. So if you want to <laughs> check out Hibiya Park, right. go check out today's special. If you want a little plant trip. Yep. So the last place I wanted to talk about an update is Akihabara. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know, Akihabara is kind of the nerd hobby central of Japan, of mm-hmm. Tokyo. Yeah, and it's got like all the anime, manga, made cafe, video games, UFO catchers. Yeah, it's a really cool place. If yeah. you're coming to Japan, this is a must go to place. Definitely. So there's two spots that are closing, and actually have they have closed. closed. Yes. So they closed on August 30th. The first one is Tsukumo, Mm -hmm. and there's a couple different locations, so this isn't the only one. Mm -hmm. But when you come out of the Electric Town Gate exit, Mm -hmm. it's usually right there, and you notice the escalators that go at kind of a slanted angle. Mm -hmm. And Tsukumo is essentially like a electronics hardware, a computer hardware store. Right. For me, I love it. They actually have really good prices, Mm -hmm. so compared to Amazon, JP, and US. Yeah, they were surprising. Yeah, so if you're looking for that stuff, I would actually recommend them. Mm-hmm. So this one closed, and then the other spot is a Sega building. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the most iconic because it also has, ironically, those slanted escalators. escalators. Yeah. So they're closing, or they have, they have already closed, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a couple different Sega locations. So Yeah, there's like four. Right, there's probably more than that. Right. We, we at least know of four or five Sega locations. Yeah. And it's kind of like the rule of Starbucks, where if there's four Starbucks on corners, one that's too many. Yeah. But if there's three, so that's okay. So one's got to go. Right. This is just that fourth one. It had to go. Yeah. I, I think probably, too, it's a little bit out of the way compared to the others. Mm-hmm. So it probably didn't get visited as often. And right. With Corona shutting everything down, I think it probably just didn't survive. Yeah. Some of these buildings are very old, too. Mm -hmm. So it's probably just their time to go. Yeah. So we went out to Akihabara to go give it its kind of like last send off for Mm -hmm. us. We went and visited. Final farewell. Yeah. We went and visited the Sega and we spent 
a ton of money uh, and we did not get anything. <laughs> we got nothing. Usually we're so good at UFO catchers. Oh, yeah. we didn't mention either. We went there for UFO catchers, which is basically mm-hmm. a crane game. Right. The little crane arcade games where you try to pick up the prize. Yeah. And usually we only spend like five bucks and mm-hmm. we win something. So this time we spent a lot more than five dollars. <laughs> you were determined to get it. I wanted it so bad. It was a Sailor Moon cat, but I didn't get anything. Uh yeah, so uh, this one did close down, but there's tons of other Sega mm-hmm. it, places you can go. So uh, UFO Catchers, super fun. They also have like arcade floors as well. Right. If you they they have video games, but it's not the same as like what you'd think in North America. Yeah. Like you'd traditionally think of Mario games. Um, yeah. But these are more of Japan card games and some. There, there's this one that's really interesting. It's kind yeah. of like a how would you describe it? like a a clothes washer it looks like a washing machine like a a, a standing washing machine uh-huh. and it basically is ddr for your hands yes yeah so basically there's a circular screen and then there's areas where you have to tap and you have to match the music and the beat yeah and it's not like slow it's crazy it's, fast. it's pretty nuts yeah so that's a really popular one so these places are I think really fun to do with like on a date or Mm -hmm. even by yourself or with friends and there's tons of locations so sad that that location is gone but there's still plenty more yeah so we got to check those out and then on the way back home a fun little random side bit is it was getting a little bit late and we had to run by the uh the drugstore Mm -hmm. and they had these eye drops that they were selling well it caught my eye because earlier that day uh-huh. I had seen the Sailor Moon Bufferin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Japan does these collaborations with mm-hmm. anime sometimes. Which are super cool. With the most random things. Literally, it was Sailor Moon Bufferin, which is essentially Advil. Advil. So think about if America did Sailor Moon Advil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> random. And so we're passing this drugstore and I see these eye drops. And they're themed in Neon Genesis Evangelion. I'm like... I would love to have that. That's really cool. Gotta try them. Yeah. So, you know, we had been out all day playing and we got some eye drops because our eyes were really tired. We were heading home. Right. And I put a drop in and then this thing is like fire, icy, burning. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, I did not expect it. You you cannot open your eyes if you put these drops in. Yeah. And it's, it's not like it lasts forever. It's like 10 seconds. Yeah. I, you just weren't expecting it at all. So I put it in the other one. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me see what these things do. Mm-hmm. And then after like 10, 15 seconds, your eyes are super refreshed. Right. And crystal clear too. Yeah. That was, I think, one of the benefits. We can't read it because it's in Japanese, but we looked it up online when we got home mm-hmm. and apparently these have taurine in them. Right. Uh, it's not the cooling agent, but it is something that's really good for it's, your overall eye health. Yeah. The, taurine is actually supposed to be good for your eyes. It's supposed to be good for preventing or even helping glaucoma mm-hmm. um, for your, your rod, your eye rod cell growth. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. There's a couple of benefits that it gives you. So these drops have them in there. Yeah. And I don't think there was really anything that I ever saw in America that was like this. Yeah. Like we have regular drops. We have some red eye stuff, but this mm-hmm. was just a whole new level, right? Yeah. This is the Japan here. so it was refreshing <laughs> it helped clear redness and it has some like general eye health benefits right and yeah. it was mecha anime themed mecha anime theme oh yeah and neon genesis evangelion is like a older it's a mecha anime. classic yeah like most people who have been watching anime since they were kids know what this mm-hmm. is so yeah it's just a cool crossover i thought you guys would be interested in trying so i think that's going to be about it for this episode of our 
recently visited places mm-hmm. in our recommendations. But like we said at the beginning, this is going to be a, a reoccurring episode theme, right. Tokyo, lately. So we'll continue to give you our recommendations and cool places. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, too, would like to hear from you guys anything that you yes. found that's brand new that you're like, oh, this is really cool. I'd love to share with everyone. We'd love to hear from you. So please email us at tokyoadventurespodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter. All of that information will be in the description of this episode. Right. And we let people know when we're going to do a new episode. We usually update them on Twitter and podcast. Twitter and Instagram as well. Instagram, yeah. Okay, guys, I think that's going to be it. Thank you for joining us. And thanks again to Norm for having us on his podcast and welcome all the new listeners. We hope you'll stick with us. Until next time. Bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) 